Welcome to the Cheap Ham Party. It's going on, everybody. We are here with a special episode. We're here with a cheap ham party. As you heard Juice in the intro, we are here with the boys from Cheap Seats Podcast to have a little fun, talk a little fantasy. I am here always with Big Bry. Yellow. And I got my two boys down in Kentucky. I got the big man and I got the juice. What's going on? What's up, guys? All right. So, boys, we finally got this together a little bit. Not the show that we kind of wanted, but it's the show that we're going to go with. This is not the official crossover. Oh, no. This is the fantasy. It's a little teaser because uh, somebody called out the Vamp Fatty. And he's talking a whole bunch of stuff on TikTok (laughs) at the Bluegrass Beard. And... Also at cheap seats because Fat Boy made the playoffs and he's playing the juice this week. That's right. That's right. So the question I had for you, Fatty, how how much faith you got in yourself? Oh, I got all the faith in the world. You got all the faith? Yeah, well, I, got, I figure. I got I figure six stud running backs. Winter, I figure since we're in the winners bracket, and I figured since, you know, it's kind of just me and you up here this week for us. Why, why, why don't we make this a little interesting? All right, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, I mean, I'm from the bourbon capital of the world down here. So why don't we, why don't we play Ooh. a little whiskey here? Well, y'all got some stuff up there. I got yeah. some stuff down here. All right. So you want to do whiskey yeah. for whiskey, huh? Just between me and you. I want to do a little whiskey for whiskey. Because I think I got you. I, well, right now at the standings, I think I got a little bit of a lead on you. But it's not much. Uh, and it all depends on who actually shows up and plays that day. Because I hope Cam Akers breaks his fucking leg. Uh, <coughs> Cam so, Akers? He already played. Did he? Oh, did, did, Austin, did either of you have any uh, Rams it? or Patriots? Austin, Austin Eckler? No, is I that who know. it is? Oh, okay. Oh, Eckler, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I got Fatty picture. is projected uh, to win 137 to 135. Yeah, you can't go off that. I'm projected to win, though. <laughs> you like can't go off with a right. with a rookie quarterback too. Tight. You know that's that's the amazing thing about it with a rookie quarterback too. I'm projected to win. And we were talking on our show. Um, you know, once you got that first win, it was kind of like a snowball effect. And, you know, you just started adding wins together. Uh, uh, you really had a, a good roster of uh, wide receivers to start out with. And then you got lucky on some of the uh, injured uh, running backs and Snag got their, their backups. backups. <laughs> so, you did pretty good, buddy. Mm-hmm. As Brian's shaking his head at me right now. Actually, the biggest yeah, the I, biggest gamble I, we see it. the biggest gamble I did was with the uh, wide receivers of taking the uh, the rookies that I did. Right, you know, taking yeah. Justin Jefferson, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson, and then that was kind of able to help me out because my running backs, obviously, like you said, were horrible. But the great thing was was uh, Chris Christian McCaffrey going down because right. it brought Lord back down to us even though she's a top seed now so somebody's got to take her out but also at yeah, that point in time I, I had his backup so that made me I gave it right and after I had that it was like okay well I know he's getting the ball so he's in my lineup now that's one person less person I I had to play around with it a lot and uh what was it James Robinson is the one I screwed up on Yeah right? just think you had him and dropped him Well really well, I did because he, he played for me the first game. The, the next three games, he wasn't even getting like five points. And I'm like, what is going on with this guy? And then he blew up after that. And rookie I was trying to mistake. And I was trying, yeah, rookie mistake. And I was trying to, you know, 
take care of it. But that's my own fault. So <laughs> juice and airplane for whiskey. I, I can't hate on you too much because I was the one who was singing the praises of Justin Jefferson before the draft. He tanked the first two weeks, and then I dropped him in like three leagues. Never got him back, and he's a stud now. He had one game, yeah. and he just blew up that one game. And he had like, what, 220 yards and four touchdowns? That got me my first win. Yeah. He's a stud. Against you, man. Yeah. 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 Me, I by heard the something way. that You're uh, welcome. <laughs> uh, Love you, buddy. So I heard today that Justin Herbert is the most roster guy on teams that made the playoffs this year. So you picking him up. That that gave yeah. you a top ten quarterback. You know what was yeah. great about that is I got so much shit because I started out with Big Ben <clears throat> due to somebody down in Kentucky telling me that it was probably a good thing to pick up Big Ben. And I'm like, you know Never something? Pick up a stealer. Hold on, hey, hold on. He did time, well. Yeah, he did do well, but at the time I'm sitting there going, and as soon as Herbert got in, I'm like, you know something? I gotta ride with him. I've rode with him every week. That's because he plays from behind all the time. Well, but it, it's a good it gets good in fantasy wise though. Yeah, but he's still he's still a good quarterback. I mean He is. He he's a very good quarterback. We've seen the prices of, of Herbert down here. I mean it's it's unreal. Like, you know, between Joe uh Burrow and Herbert out of this draft class, it's like you're watching people just throw the ball, man. It's like unreal. Even Tua for a little bit, Tua got a little handcuffed on a couple games, but right. still, like it, you're watching these guys come in, and it's like, damn. Yeah. So who else we got in the uh, playoffs there, big fella? And I'm talking about big man, not big bry. Uh, let me take a look here. I'm playing the uh, role of Benny. So, of course, we got uh, the, the Bant Fatty uh, versus the Juice. Yep. Then we're uh, looking at uh, Shits and Giggles, which is uh, Lauren's team. Uh, they're on a bye. Then uh, my cousin Benny and uh, my team sucks, which is uh, Papa V. Consolation uh, match. Which I think that's in the loser's bracket. That is in the loser's right. bracket. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's uh, Show Me Your TDs <laughs> versus Big Bry. That's right. In the constellation bracket. Michigan matchup everyone's been waiting for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we also. We, we I, can still put a little uh, little bottle of bourbon on it if you want. Let's do it. Let's go. I, I need some, right. some local Kentucky bourbon to my uh, I want collection. some, like, local Ohio bourbon. All right. Hold on. Don't, don't get your uh, your sights set too high. USC Big Man. what they got in Kentucky. You want to see Big Man get excited? Oh, I mean, I understand that, but y'all got some uh, good stuff up there I haven't tried. Yeah. Alcohol is well, well, alcohol, buddy. There you go. It all does the same and thing. And it's even better when it's free. <laughs> Big it's Man. a little sweeter. This will get Big Man excited. What about QP? Yes, sir. You what want... is it? I got Big Bry's back for QP. For QP? Oh, yeah. Ooh, love me some Cupy, man. I know you do. Oh, wait, God. Wait. Does that mean I got to drive to Lima to pick this up? No, no, no. I'll take care of it, Big Bry. Okay, all right. I'll take Just care of it. Sure. I'll take care of it. As a former employee of the Cupy Hamburgers, I I promise you it's the best thing ever. Oh, we, right. we've, we've discussed it. Yes. I, <laughs> All right, so the only matchup that we've left out so far is uh, Kareem Pies versus Little Tubby. Mm-hmm. And Phillips has taken a nosedive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's great about it? Oh, I'm going to hide Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Boom. Henry's gone. He's See, I was secretly working for you. Yeah, bullshit, Bri. Collusion. <laughs> Enjoy Derrick Henry. You're welcome. Oh, perfect. Thank you, by the way. And also, You're welcome. also, thank you for uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Don't thank me. Oh, I'm not. I'm taking the other guy up in the top left. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. There it is. You're welcome, buddy. 
going to talk about that. Hey, I think he's hurt. Oh, my Maybe. Oh, guys, 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 guys. Let's get I back know, on track. I got to check that. So what part of this uh, – so obviously Big Brian and I are up here in Cleveland, all right? Big Man is a huge Browns fan. Juice is whatever Juice is, like the the – the Dallas. Texas, the national yeah, Texas team, or whatever they are, they're obviously not America's team anymore because they got flexed out, and yeah. the Browns got <laughs> flexed in. Doing a playoff race? What are you talking oh, about? Oh, shut That's up true. with that! Technically, because you guys are in the NFC least, they can host a playoff game. So, so I gotta <laughs> ask you boys, what are your guys' take on uh, Coach Kevin Stefanski? Because me and Big Bry have got the highest praise for him right now because due to a pandemic, due to everything else that that guy had to deal with, and come in and be 9-3 and three as the Cleveland Browns coach, he's got to win coach of the year, right? All right. Let me start this off as a lifelong Cleveland fan. Um, and I don't care if I'm being biased or not. Uh, Kevin Stefanski is a godsend for Cleveland. Uh, wow. I mean, this, this team is on task. They're focused. And Freddie Kitchens was an afterthought of this team. I mean, Kevin Stefanski is exactly what we needed. Um, Paul D. D Podesta, the money ball guy, he was right on cue with this. Um, I'm buying in. I'm buying into this analytics bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I mean, we're 93, baby. So, yeah, coach of the year is definitely up there. I said Mike Tomlin early on. I know I I I hate the Steelers just as much as you guys do, but Mike Tomlin, I I think he did deserve it last year, um, and. This year, up until just a few weeks ago, but Kevin Stefanski, for what he's done, brought in a new offense, brought this team together, got them focused. He definitely should be up there in the top three, if not number one, for sure. Mm -hmm. There, there are people out there, and it might sound crazy, it might seem crazy, but I've seen power rankings where the Browns are ahead of the Steelers. They think they're a better team right now. I mean, throw the I'm, record to the side, and you know, two, two teams going in different directions. It seems. I've looked at the stats and I've looked at the standings, and the AFC North really has played a weak schedule this year. So I, I kind of wonder out loud, you know, how all the teams, including Cleveland, how all the teams would fare, you know, having a you know tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I looked at the Cleveland Browns. Of all the teams that are above 500, they're the only team that is uh, is in the minus and the plus minus differential on on the points. Um, but you got to think about the two of the games with a blowout, and right. well, most of our got... wins have been pretty close wins. Right. So I think we're. Six and zero, or seven and zero, and one score games. Yeah, but you also got to fact. You also got to factor in the weather games where we scored like ten fucking points. Right, like (laughs) we had two. We had two weather games that most teams never have to play in. The biggest takeaway was uh, the the blowouts we had against the Steelers and uh, the Ravens, Um, and most of our wins have been pretty close wins. So that's where a lot of the takeaway is, oh, yeah, baby, put it down. <laughs> By the way, shot time. Boys, cheers. Cheers, cheers baby. Cheers. All right. Juice, what is, as, as a, uh, um, another fan, as, as a team, as a different as a non-fan team looking team. in, how do you feel about Cleveland? Um, I, well, I mean, I last week on our show, I propped up Cleveland and wanted to wish that fans were allowed in Cleveland this year as a winner. And and as they're coming into Monday night and then Sunday night next week, and I would love to be in the dog pound for all that. But my, so I kind of want to 
throw. I think Stefanski definitely needs to be considered for coach of the year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Can I throw out a candidate that I guarantee probably nobody has heard for coach of the year? Go for it. Go for it. What about Ron Rivera? Yeah. With everything he's dealt yeah. with in Washington to yeah, be dealing right. with or to be but, winning that division. Yeah. And then to be playing the way they're playing and what you've seen yeah. last year. The only, on a third string quarterback. What about Alex Smith, man? Oh, okay. Alex Smith is comeback player of like the last hundred oh, years. Oh my gosh. He's yeah. a comeback player of the freaking century, man. So yeah, like I definitely agree with that. But he was our third string going into this. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a reason why he his whole leg right. was completely garbage at the time. Right. <laughs> like, and, he and that's why he's comeback player of the year, but you're still talking about everything he dealt with this offseason with the the ownership issues that were going on down there with Snyder and and whatnot, and having to change the team name and going through all of that, and then now he's on his third string quarterback, and this team was piss poor last year. Oh yes, and yeah. now you change your coach in the middle of a pandemic, change the offense, change the defense, you change it all. Well, and he's winning the division for me with Rivera. It's it's hard because he's already been a coach before. He took a right. Carolina team to the playoffs. Okay, so so this is hold on. He yeah, I mean he is a excellent coach. Stefanski's never coached anything besides offense. Like he has never right, took right. the helm of anything, and he's got right. the last year with the same talent, the six and ten Browns to nine and three now, and knocking right behind the Steelers. Going hey, you haven't clinched shit yet. We're coming for you. Right. All right, here's a question for you guys. Do you think uh, Baker Mayfield should have uh, to get the fifth-year option right now? Uh, if you're asking me and if I have to make a decision now, I would say yes. I mean, he's 9-3. and three. He seems to be getting better. He's not turning the ball over. He still has his limitations, but, you know, are not you- many quarterbacks in the league are perfect. Are you comfortable with uh, him accounting for like 20% of the salary cap right now? That's where I struggle with. Like Juice had a tough time paying Dak all that money. You know, right. if we could pay Baker $25 million, $20 million, uh, probably, but we're probably going to have to pay him 30 to 35 Right. So, I, especially if we win a playoff game or something. You know – being from Cleveland, you know, being a Cleveland fan, um, we we wanted, we've longed for a, a franchise quarterback for so long. Um, I love Baker, I love him, but I just feel like there should be something more from my number one pick. You can't go away from him now as a Cleveland fan, well, though, no, right? So, no. so I understand where where big man's coming from here, because like I said, you watch Herbert, you watch all these rookie quarterbacks come in and just sling the ball. And Baker had that in his first year. And then he right. got, he got behind a shitty offensive line and couldn't trust anything more than two seconds. And what I'm, I'm not saying, go ahead, go ahead. But, but what I'm seeing, and I'm, I'm going to go against big Brian on this one. Yes. I want the fifth year option. I think the extension is coming. The only reason why is if you look back, and I actually did, okay, when they had the bye week there, you know, when they did, beforehand he was kind of like, eh, okay. And then him and Stefanski must have sat down and looked at the tape and said, Baker, this is what you're good at. This is what we're going to do. And that's what they did for him. They got him on more rollouts. They got him on that. But the one thing I'm excited to see now is when he actually is in the pocket, like he double pumped uh, Peoples Jones Jr. Because at first it wasn't open, and he and he wasn't open. But that second pass was right in the breadbasket. Even the one that he threw to Landry for the touchdown that was behind Landry, that was the only place that he could throw it. So what I am seeing out of Baker now is more confidence in this system, in this system opening up for Baker. Because I think that this marriage is going to be, hopefully, like the marriage that Belichick and Tom Brady had. I'm hoping. 
because they're both. <laughs> That's what everyone's hoping for. Well, and I understand that, but you got to marriage a coach with a player because the only That's reason my why... expectation, and <laughs> I. I I agree. I want those expectations. But the only no, um, big man, the only reason why I say it is it was brought up today. If you look at Miami Dolphins defense right now, one of the Browns right. players but, used to be on that defense, Barry Ogba, right? Yeah, and okay. he, he and he is he's playing great. Yeah, he's playing fantastic well, down there. But right. he he could not play along with Miles Garrett here. So there is, I don't think there it was is a, I think it was the defensive scheme that he was in. But I, but look at the scheme he's in now. So every player has right. a different scheme and a different feel of how things go. I agree. And I think Baker in this scheme with these running backs, and it doesn't even have to be good receivers, which we've seen. Right. Because you got Higgins, you got people. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not good, but they're not the elite receivers. They're not Julio's. No. No. Right. But he is spreading the ball to everybody now. He is. And I mean I agree. Everybody. I mean, he threw it to Kendall Lamb. I mean, Bry? Yeah. I would have spiked on that one. Would you spiked on that one? <laughs> I'd have tried to go over the goalpost with that spike? one. Yeah? I don't know. I'm a little dude. <laughs> well, I'm a little dude. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, mean, I know. I don't that actual fight. Hold on. Let's see here. Offensive lineman, offensive lineman, tight end, and scat back. Quarterback. Right. I played quarterback Kick. in high school. Kicker. I played quarterback. Kicker. Wildcat. Kicker. Quarterback, kicker, same thing nowadays. So, there is one so, thing I want to ask you guys, okay, because you brought up the whole Baker thing with us. I want to ask you guys how you guys feel about Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb's top three running back in the league. Whoa. You got to give us your top three then. Um, Alvin Kamara, number one. Dalvin Cook, number two. Chubb, number three. Wow. Wow, Brian. Baskin in it. As far as overall running back, I'm not going to argue too much, but as far as pure runner, I put him number one. Because uh, you're a home. He, no. As far <laughs> I, and I know you. I, I know you think Elliott's up there, and and Henry's up there as well. But Chubb, I'm seeing since his injury, I'm seeing something completely different from him. And he is wow. He is the best running back I've seen in a long time, as far as just pure running ability. You know why? He, why he come from the SEC? <laughs> I don't hold care on. where he came uh, from. You can, He's hold a on. Cleveland Brown now. <laughs> I got a big ten running back for my on. team. But. Hey, you know something? <laughs> you can say that all the time, but he was on a team that had two other running backs in front of him. You're right. I mean, you had, how you good had, the SEC is. Man. I, right. No, no, no. That's how competitive it is. I, no, no, no. How that coach never got fired for Chubb getting picked. No. Chubb, Chubb did not fit. The college game. Chubb fits the pro game way better than he fits the college game. Chubb is a powerhouse, run it down your throat running back. And what? that does not fit the college game. Okay. What was Zeke when he came in? A Zeke, house, is, Zeke a, is what he still is. He's a do-it-all guy. I understand that. He but when he as an Ohio State fan, he was a downhill runner. And that was all he, he was. was in college. But he can still do it all. He could do it all. He can do it all right did, now. Did you but not see I, Chubb I run off something. a 20-yard screen pass? You act like Chubb has got stone hands or something that he can't catch the ball. He, he doesn't. I'm not saying that at all, but he's a power back. Okay, I, I, okay, I get I that. something. But what do you – okay, you got Kareem Hunt. Most people don't have a Kareem Hunt as their third down pack. Right, but here's here's my thing, though, that I kind of wanted to get back to with the Baker thing. How do you pay both those running backs and Beckham and Baker? Uh, we already paid one running back. We haven't paid the second yeah. one yet. So we'll, The better one you haven't paid. No, not yet, but we got the one on a hometown discount. Right. Well, and Miles Garrett is making $25 million a year. That <laughs> so is it's true. Right? hard. It's hey, real guy. Tough. I, I want to say something real quick about Chubb and Elliott. Um, I think if you guys would switch to switch them, 
I think uh, Shelly would do better than Elliot. I think Dallas. Elliot would be the better running back. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I love – don't get me wrong. I'm sitting here with a Buckeye hat on. I changed my hat for the show. <laughs> and I'm a Buckeye fan. I love Elliot. Give him the same offensive line. Elliot's no way. A better running back. So, to, to, just to let you know the type of pace that Chubb's on this year, he's averaging over six yards a carry, which if you're averaging five yards a carry, you're Hall of Famer. I don't think yeah. there's maybe like a handful of guys that have ever done that. And so to, for him to average over six, he's just on an unbelievable pace. Well, what I don't know if it's the offense insane. or what. Yeah. So what he's doing is insane. I will not take that away from you. Like it's, it's unreal. And the so offensive line has done really well as, as well. Um, Wyatt Teller has been uh, phenomenal this year. Oh, I mean, the offensive line, Jedrick Wills has been great. Wyatt, the whole yeah. line has been great. Wyatt Teller has been like the unsung hero of this offensive line. Yeah. Like, oh my and gosh, also, he is. How I've is how has Jedrick Wills not been in the rookie of the year? Because I'm telling you, because I know it, they hate against the big boys. I understand that, but I hate on it. He's he's <laughs> no. only he's only given up like three sacks. By far the best non-quarterback pick of 2020. Well, besides Grant Delpit, who got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't seen Delpit yet. I know. So, so boys, all right, so you guys have told me about this L8, all right? What the hell is L8? There it is. Okay, what, what is, is it? L-A? Yeah, what I mean, it's ale, A L E, and there's a number eight. eight. So for everybody that that knows, they've been telling okay. me. It, I guess it's a Kentucky thing, and we don't know yes, about it. it. Go ahead. Okay, so listen, it goes A L E eight, and then there's a little tiny one down here in the bottom. Okay. It stands for a late one. Yeah, <laughs> but basically, it's a ginger ale. The, so that's why it mixes citrus. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it mixes it so well with liquor. Okay, so it's a ginger yeah, ale, but it's spiked ginger ale? It's like a ginger ale. No, no, no. Spiked. As is in there alcohol in alcohol. No, by, by itself, it's a, it's just a regular soda. Okay, so it's just a soda. It's not like a Mike's Hard Lemonade no. or anything like no. I was getting excited that it was going to be something liquor. And you guys are telling it, me it's it not liquor? It looks like a beer in a glass bottle. It comes in a glass bottle, as you guys can see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's basically like a, a ginger ale with a, a, a shot of uh, citrus in it. It's, a, it's, it's, been a, it's been around since like 1926. It's like a, it's, it's really huge. It, they got a factory in Winchester, which is uh, like maybe 15, 20 minutes from where I'm from right now. Um, but it, it, it goes with a lot of different liquors, goes great with tequila, goes great with gin, goes great with rum, goes great with, uh, Jameson, which we're drinking right now. Uh, so you're mixing it though. It's very good. It's a mixing drink. No, it's not drink and drink. You're mix. Are you mixing it or mixing it in? Okay. Okay. I just had to see, calm down, big man. (laughs) Calm down, big fella. Jeez. You know how it is. I know. He gets all fired up down there. He gets that. Friday night. He gets no that. Wrong, he gets that whiskey. I'm not ready for the showers yet, baby. By the way, I told I told Big I Brian about the story. showers. <laughs> you need any more? No, I'm good right now. Oh, sure, there's only a little bit left. Oh, well, now there's... <laughs> don't be a little. I took my cup away from me. Come on. <laughs> Come on, there's only a little bit left. Yeah, yeah. all right, drink the last little off. bit. Come on. How many you got left, all right? right? All right. How many how we got left? No, I'm talking to Bry. I got uh, nothing. I'm, I'm dry here. What are you doing dry? dry? I got a full glass. I know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, don't don't man down again. Get that away from the computer. Juice your charge of him. I'm trying. I'm trying. trying. (laughs) He's uncontrollable at this point. I know. I know how he gets. He'll start peeing (laughs) on bedroom doors and stuff. Just keep an eye on him. 
I got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There it is. All right, boys. So we are getting, let's see here. We are 30 minutes into the show. All right. This is obviously is just for us to have fun. So we got me and hey, Juice. Go ahead. I got, I got to say something real quick. I got to call out Big Bri one more time. Uh-huh. Because he's a Michigan fan. <laughs> what's up with Michigan trying to, like, dodge Ohio State? What I mean, what's up? Y'all scared or something? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm right there well, with I'm, you. I was... I was rooting for an embarrassment so we can get Harbaugh out of town. Now oh, I might keep him around. I heard, I heard they're supposed to meet on his future at, after the season's over. Well, what the season's been about? over since last week. Yeah. That tells me like he's out. Well, no, 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 they, they, no, right. no, no. Hey, so for what I've uh, I have seen, and it's not looking good for Michigan is there was only, at the time, nine positive tests for COVID, while Ohio State played Michigan State with 20 positive tests, okay? And hold on, big man, calm down. But also, what I have heard, per sources, is that they are trying to find a way to either, A, get a more contract friendly deal with Harbaugh or oh you're fine I'm still recording you or uh, he is going to they're going to try to find a way to peacefully let him go so they're not going to drag his name through the mud but they're going to try to find a way to kind of civilly do it right. Right, because he's a Michigan man, so they don't want to embarrass him. And that's why you every time Michigan would lose, I get a text from you. Or is Harbaugh out? Is he done? I go, no. They're not just going to do him like that in the middle of the season. They'll wait till the end of the year to try to, I don't know, you know, <laughs> they blame it on COVID. If they blame it on this, blame it on that. I don't know what they're going to do, but. He can't. If you can't compete with your rivals, you have no business being in Michigan. Well, it's not even compete with your rivals, though. It, you you can say rivals. Well, this year they're bottomed can, out. They can't you, compete with anybody. You can say rivals all you want, though, bud. But Michigan took a when Trestle took over, and Carr left, and they brought in Rich Rod. It went on downhill spiral from there. And they're trying. So hold on. They're trying to build we, back up the base. Me and Big Man have talked about this off air, but we've never talked about it on air. And I kind of want to get Big Bride's perspective on it. So mm-hmm. we talked when they hired Rich Rod, and Rich Rod tried to run the spread system with the power guys. They didn't give him enough time to get the spread guys in there. Do you agree with that? Uh, to an extent, he needed to tweak it a little bit. He couldn't do the exact same thing he was doing at no. West Virginia. That never. No, he worked. shouldn't have because he didn't have the personnel to do that. But right. then again, Michigan doesn't give him the time, and they get rid of him. Then they go back to a power guy when Rich Rod's spread guys are coming into it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I. Yeah, I mean, you just there's not enough time when you're a school like that and you don't compete. There. Right. You got to get later. rid of them. Right, yeah, you can't I mean, give him ten years to try to get all his guys in there and have it running exactly how he wants it. The biggest problem with Rich Rod, in my opinion, was the defense. He tried to run like a three-three-five. Yeah, you can't run a three-three-five. Yeah, running all over him. And Michigan, when they hired Rich Rod, they just tried to outsmart everybody and say, "Oh, we'll re- revolutionize the game." Yeah, and it blew up in their face. So I got to ask, I know, big man, I know they suck. (laughs) I got to ask you guys a question. They're a basketball school now. Just saying. Yeah, they're a basketball school now. basketball school. I'm in Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so boys, reel it in for a second. I got to ask you guys, because the Big Ten made a ruling, all right? And they ruled Ohio State eligible to play in the – Big Ten Championship, even though they didn't have six games. And I know this year has been completely weird, completely whack, but I brought this up on a national show, and I got a little bit of an answer, okay? So I asked if it was not just Ohio State, okay? Let's take Ohio State out of the equation. 
If it was a Indiana, Wisconsin, a Michigan State, even Michigan at 5-0, and would the Big Ten do what they did and change the rules? Yes. And hold on. And the thing – hold on. The reason why I say this, though, is you also got to think of the pool that Ohio State has and also Michigan. There's only two, three teams in the Big Ten that have pool. And it's high state, Michigan, and Penn State. But listen, it doesn't matter. They would have done it. Okay. Are you are you sure they would have done it? Even if it was not yeah. Ohio State. If it, let, let's yeah. let's say it was Maryland that was five and zero. Oh. Would they yeah. have, would they have changed the rules? Because even yes, though Maryland, it doesn't matter who it was. Are you shit? No. Really? No, I promise you. Because think about it this way: How much money does a school from your conference, being in the college football playoff, bring? I understand. Yeah, but Maryland would have never been in the college football playoff. That's what I'm no saying way. right now. If they were five and zero, oh, they would not even be in the top no. twenty if it was Maryland. I am taking Ohio State in top ten out of this. Okay, I am talking the Indianas, the Illinois, the Purdues, the Northwesterns, the Wisconsin. Sometimes would they actually pull this for them? If a school was undefeated yes. and had the opportunity to get into the playoffs. But they are not. What I'm saying is, is playoffs is off the unde- table. Wait a minute. An undefeated, an undefeated team. Right. An undefeated have that opportunity. is getting to the the playoff, regardless of Ohio yes. State or Northwestern. An no, undefeated Big think, Ten champ is getting no, to the playoffs. With a Florida one-loss team, with a Notre Dame yep. one-loss team, hold on. Listen yep. to the names that I am naming off. Florida one lost team. Notre, well, there is no Ohio State's name is out there far enough that I think the Big Ten had a jerk reaction to this. Yeah. And Brian and I talked about this. Is the playoff committee was going to make Ohio State number four no matter what the hell happened. They could have just sat yeah. out. It didn't matter. Well, you just brought up a scenario where a one lost Florida or a one lost Texas A and M. If they beat Alabama, Ohio State's still not guaranteed to get in. Exactly, but neither would you want an Indiana team in at a six and zero record over a Florida and SEC six and one team who won an SEC if they team? Beat Ohio State, State, they'd be in. Yeah, if they, they beat Ohio, them, no, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying take Ohio State out of it. But I'm saying if they beat Ohio State like they played them and they would have won. Yes, an undefeated Indiana team would have made the playoffs. All right. So no, no, no. Yes. I disagree no. with you guys. Ohio State is, is is a name, no matter what you guys think. Indiana all about this. would have been in the top ten. Right. But they would have been um, – they wouldn't have made it. They, they would have put a, a, a Florida – a one-loss Florida or a one-loss A&M team in front of Indiana. Sorry, guys. Ohio State being the name, being the pedigree that we are, is going to be on top of it. I mean, that's so, why. So hold on, that's why. Where no, are we at with uh, with Northwestern? Are they undefeated? Is Northwestern undefeated? I'm no, not sure, but I don't think that, so. that's what I was going to ask. If Northwestern was to beat Ohio State, if they're undefeated, would you put them in the playoff? Because I yes. wouldn't. They, you they have, have to be to in the conversation. Know. Yeah, but no, they you don't because. Because they the sun shines on the grass every now and again, no. and that happens. No. no, if they beat a top five team, that's the best win other than Notre Dame this year. If they were to beat Ohio State, that's but true. that's a fluke. So let me let me rein this back into Patty's original question. Our point, mine and Big Brass' point, is that an undefeated Indiana team that is a Big Ten champion is going to make it in over a one-loss team that's not a conference champion over anybody else. Look, at every year the playoff has existed, there's right. still a Power 5 conference champion that is undefeated. He asked. Well, and so if you guys are arguing that an undefeated Big Ten champion would not make the playoffs if your name is not Ohio State, then you're saying the Big Ten is just not worth a crap. It's they're garbage the pack, other than Ohio They're the Pac-12. Because That's pretty much what they are. I mean, let's be honest Wisconsin. with it. Yeah, they are, kind of. Because I heard you guys on the Cheap Seats podcast arguing that 
the Big Ten is better than the SEC. Well, an undisputed hey, SEC champ is in no doubt. I think we no were doubt. talking about basketball. We were talking about football. We were talking about basketball. Undefeated, if the Big Ten is that good, an undefeated Big Ten champ should be in no questions asked. Uh, I don't I don't think the committee is going to look at that like that. I think the committee is going to go more by uh, the eyeball test more Let's, than anything. Okay. And I think if they Let, think A&M or, or Florida is better by the eyeball test, I think they'll be uh, in. Let's just, let's just be honest. The committee is out for whatever makes the most money for the Oh, community. yeah, that's true. And guess you what? Know it is. Hold on. And guess right. what? Alabama travels great. Clemson travels great. Ohio State travels great. Notre travels Dame great. fans travel great. So you have... Clemson travels these, great. Yeah. Well, you, which, which, makes, uh, <laughs> which makes the entire college football regular season just a complete joke. Yeah. Because if you ask at the beginning yeah. of the year... Who, who did the college football want in the top four? It was Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Well, if right. you're just going to put those four teams in there regardless of what happens in the regular season, then what are we wasting our time for? Well, I, I got to ask you how – okay, so Clemson has one loss then, right? Yeah. Okay, they didn't have Sunshine playing. Right. So right. why is Notre Dame all the way up here when their star player – was exactly it's all about the money it's It's all about the money so i (laughs) mean let's let's be honest with it because nobody else will be it's all about the money so clemson's going to pull it florida doesn't make money or uh i'm not big man doesn't make money big man i am not saying that i am saying that there is pedigrees right now in the recruiting of how things are going and there is a tier and Texas A&M and Florida, no matter how good they do, are not that top tier. That top tier is Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and then fucking everybody else. There's nobody else. Right. Well, I remember, I mean, I'm a Buckeye fan, and you know I am, but I remember when Florida uh, beat our ass in the national championship and of guess football what? and basketball. And and, that, they and, were in that pedigree. And guess what? We got their coach. And their coach, yeah, we, we sure on. did. We should have had him all along. Their coach changed the whole recruiting path for Ohio State. Whole recruiting okay. path for Ohio State. Okay. As in, they walk in like Alabama does, like Nick Saban, like Dabo Sweeney, and they walk into the room and they can pull any recruit from any state they want by just saying, "We are Ohio State." Okay. With Here's that, Kentucky and Duke basketball. Uh, it's so pretty much in uh, North Carolina and North Carolina. Like yeah. you just said, Juice, they're, right. they're that top you're, echelon. You're saying, you're saying Urban Meyer did that. Urban yes. Meyer started it. Urban Meyer All plucked right, so, everybody from so everything think, else. Do you think Urban Meyer could do the same thing in Texas? I totally believe Urban Meyer could do that yeah. in Texas. I because guess Urban what? Urban Meyer is not good of a recruiter. Urban, hold on. Yes. Urban Meyer mm-hmm. can sell a ketchup popsicle stick in Florida <laughs> to it. a woman in white gloves. He could do it. Nailed it. Big Brian, because, hey, hold on. You know what he did to Elliot? He goes, what are you going to do when I hand you the national championship? That's what he told Ezekiel Elliot when he came in. Elliot told him and said, I'm going to kiss it. That's exactly <laughs> well, what happened. And, you know, what you're do. saying how, uh, how Florida and Texas A&M and all these other schools make a ton of money, which you're right. But if you're just going to put in a bunch of SEC teams, you're not going to have the national draw that you would. You got to have teams from up north. You got to have teams, Oklahoma and the Midwest. And, you know, you don't want to just have a bunch of SEC teams because you'll just draw, you know, a 10th, 20th of the nation. And if it's all about everyone else, you have the South teams. Right. Nuts. Like, and that's that's why we really need to go to an eighteen playoff because we really I, do. I'm not I'm not totally convinced right. that four teams gives you the best team in the country. So I'm gonna leave it up to the boys. I gotta go take care of my kids. So boys keep talking. We got you. All right. So good. sounds good to me. Go ahead. So my thing is yeah, if it's all about money, like Big Brass said, you're you're gonna take southern southern teams. They make the most money. Aside from Ohio State, 
Ohio State's about the only northern team that can even compare to the income that the South brings to football. Notre Dame, you can maybe throw them in there just because they're – Yeah, Notre Dame. Dame. I don't even know if Notre Dame brings it. Uh, They've been better now since uh, they've had uh, Brian Kelly. But, uh, yeah. But not to the level that these SEC schools – I don't know. They've been up there. And Notre Dame is not on the level talent-wise that Ohio State is, I don't think. No, not at all. You know, you look at the recruiting classes every year, and Ohio State will have three of the top 10 or four of the top 25 or something like that. And so Notre Dame, you know, the joke is the long running joke is Notre Dame kids actually have to go to class. (laughs) Right. So that's why they don't get the top five recruits anymore. Right. Does that, does that say something to the coaching at Notre Dame that the coaching is actually for them to be uh, as good as they are being good coaching? I think Brian Kelly's a phenomenal coach. Yeah, absolutely. For what he has to deal with. So the the original question was, would a Big Ten school get in? Or would Mm -hmm. the same allowment of Ohio State? I think it would because having a chance at the playoff is worth making that exemption for. Even if it's just a chance to get somebody in. Right. The Big Ten is hard enough. I think it depends on who your other – Division championships are, you know, whoever you, you know, as far as, far as your conference, like, it matters. If you got two chances, it's better than one. Your Big Twelve conference. It don't matter if you got two chances, it's better than one. I don't know. Well, and it also, I mean, part of it has to do with who. What about one loss Alabama team? Alabama don't lose only. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they're they in. Even if they lose the SEC championship, they're in. I think. See, so that's that's what I was saying. I'm back in the conversation though, and I caught up on the last little bit. But that's what I'm kind of saying that even though you have an undefeated Indiana team, how is that going to make it's Alabama? You know what I mean? It's Florida. It's teams. But, it's teams that have been there before. Okay. Right. If it was a Michigan or a Penn State or Michigan State, which happened once, right. that Michigan I understand. Got in. Right. But I'm talking like the Purdue's. I mean, how do you feel as a Purdue going, well, we've done everything that we had to do, but they don't have enough games, but they're going to be allowed to play. Well, what the hell? But that, So that's kind of what we were discussing there. The original argument was, would the Big Ten have allowed this for anybody else? So I don't think it matters who it was. I think it's the fact that, that team has a chance at getting into the playoffs and the money that would bring in for your conference. Yeah, and no matter Purdue, what the other side of it is. But like we were, what we were talking about though, is it doesn't matter. Purdue, Indiana, all them, they don't have a chance to get into the championship, even if they are undefeated going well, for a big 10 championship, because not, they are not, the, pers- about it in the right mindset. No, 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 Let because me, the reason why I'm bringing it back is because... Batty, yeah, I agree with Batty. Because Let if me you agree have, with you guys here in, in this sense that let's say Ohio State wasn't allowed to play in the Big Ten Championship and okay. uh, Northwestern was and they're undefeated and they beat Indiana in the Big Ten Championship game. I think okay. they would put a 5-0 and or 4-0 and Ohio State team over a 6-0 and uh, Northwestern. Yes, and I would agree with that too. But what I am saying is if Ohio State was out of the equation, not even in the playoffs, and this is the committee's rules of how they – because you can play two games and the committee can look at you and go, well, you should be in. Well, I I played Maryland and Rutgers. Like, eh, eh, eh. But at the point in time, what I am saying is at the point in time, you have Alabama, who is undefeated, that can have one loss. You have Clemson at one loss. You have Notre Dame. Who, whatever Notre Dame is at this point in time, they're undefeated. But you have all these mm-hmm. teams around it that they're not going to allow. Yes, the Big Ten championship would happen. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but I'm saying that if it was somebody else other than Ohio State going for the Big Ten championship, especially Ohio State at five and zero, would they put that other team above? Because technically, Indiana should be playing for the. Big Ten championship game because Ohio State did not qualify. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I say something? I think a lot of it's going to have to do with 
what the other conferences got going on. If you got other teams like the Pac-12, or okay, we'll leave the Pac-12 out of it. We'll say the Pac, uh, um, uh, the Big Twelve. I'm sorry, the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll add in the Big Twelve. All right. Say you take uh, Iowa State or uh, an Oklahoma. You know, a team that's closer like that. You know, a lot of it depends on how the other conferences are. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back down to uh, you know, like we talked about the blue bloods. If it if it's an undefeated. Oklahoma team, they're probably getting in. If it's an undefeated Iowa State team or Oklahoma State team, they might not get in. Right, but that wasn't Fatty's question. No, no, no. I know. I, I know. But this question's this... gone circles round and round. Yeah, but you, but you got to add in all the variables. Though. But yeah, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Fatty's question was: Would the Big Ten allow any other school other than Ohio State to play for it without six games? Well, would a Big Ten? Yes. Yes, they would. No, but I'm thinking of it as a playoffs thing because they're giving Ohio State an extra opportunity to show themselves to the commission that they deserve to be there. Right, but you give that opportunity to anybody. No, you don't. Because it gives you an opportunity to get there. You're giving that opportunity to Liberty or Coastal Carolina? It, it gives you an opportunity no. to get a team in the playoffs, no. you give them that opportunity. BYU? Yes. No. If they have a chance, you give them that opportunity. No, you don't, because those teams suck. <laughs> but they have That's right yeah. now. This is I'm right loving this so do. much. But the question was, Did I hit if the anybody is in the same situation as Ohio State, do you give them that opportunity? In the same, was that the question? It was a question. Damn it. You do. If they're in the same situation. Exactly. No, because Ohio State is like a blue blood. Ohio State's like, dude. I'm not. Ohio State's that. like better than Kentucky, big, okay? Big man. Big oh, man. Big man. Hold on. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me reel you back in because Big Bry actually came up with a best scenario for Ohio State that they actually sit out the next two weeks and get ready for a playoff game and let Indiana right. play Northwestern for the Big Ten Championship. Because that's Thank what's going to happen. Thank as, you it sit, as it Thank sits right now, Ohio State's in. So they can only lose that opportunity by losing to Northwestern, which we don't think is going to happen. There, but God bless hey, Jim Harbaugh. You know crazy things can happen, and if Ohio State loses, they're probably out. They say they've, got, they've had their chance, and they lost. Yeah. That that's true. That I I, I can't argue with but, that. Right? But we're we're thinking of the Big Ten as it is right now. Yeah, you go back a couple of years when Penn State had Saquon Barkley and they were tearing through things. If they were undefeated, they would have given Penn State that same opportunity. If they thought right. Penn State, I would is agree this with that. Team. No, no, no. Right, I... right now, there's no elite uh, Big Ten teams other than Ohio State. But if it was another elite Big Ten team. Like I said, Penn State or somebody else, you know, they probably would have got the opportunity. All right, Wisconsin, Penn State, even Michigan or Michigan State. Indiana, though, Illinois, Purdue, I don't see it. If you're in the same record as Ohio State, you give them that. I don't see it. This is coming from the At the end of the day, they want their best team that's going to give them the best shot at making the playoffs. So if they think there's a chance, it could be Iowa or somebody. Which we don't Iowa think this made, year. But Purdue, Indiana, I, I just don't see it, guys. It depends. If it was Purdue with Drew Brees or something, they might. Oh, bullshit. They didn't do it with Drew Brees. <laughs> well, I can't remember That's what I'm saying. That. I can't remember back that far. But if there was an elite team that they thought, they would give them the chance. Damn millennial. Exactly. You give them the opportunity. I'm a big oh, guy. Yeah. Give, it, give everybody, if, give everybody uh, a participation you know, trophy. If, hey. if they pass the eyeball test, I think maybe they might get it. But that would be the only way. They have. They would have to be heads and shoulders above the rest. Like Ohio State was when they won the national championship. We were heads I, and shoulders above the rest. No, Ohio State. How do you, how, Ohio State how do you guys run. feel about uh, Ohio State's chances this year? I mean, because I'm more tapped into the Ohio State program than I am Michigan, being living in Ohio. Go ahead. And I hear people talk all the time about how this Ohio State team's not as good as last year's. 
You know, their their pass rushers are subpar. Their corners aren't great. They're, they don't have much of a running game. And so, in my opinion, you got Justin Fields, and I don't know what else you have that's special. That's the point. You got Justin Fields, you got a chance. Right, right. That, and so, that's all you need. You got a quarterback, you got a chance. Right, he gives them a chance. But uh, is do you have as much confidence this year as you did maybe last year? This is what I will say. Uh, the the year we won the national championship, the first the first uh, playoffs. I mean, um, we we actually had one loss, and through five games, would I have said we were the best team in the country? I probably wouldn't have. Um, I think this team needs more time to grow, but I think this team has the talent yeah, no to, yeah, to the be time. the the best team in the country. Um, but as of right now, I would I hate to say this, but I would probably say that Alabama's the best team in the country. Uh, but I think if we had time to grow, I think we could like be the best team. Okay, so I'm going to go as a a better fan than Big Man is. Jesus Christ, Big Man! All right, no, so God. no, no, no. They wait. Hold on. Last year. They lost to a just a Trevor Lawrence. It wasn't a Clemson yeah. team. They lost Trevor, Isaiah Simmons. Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. also at that point in time, we had Justin Fields hurt. We had our backfield was hurt, and he was yeah. not playing at hundred percent. You're still coming up with excuses a year later. I am not coming up with excuses. It but sounds what, like you. He's hurt. This guy's hurt. That no, no, guy's no. Hurt. What I am saying, we though, didn't get a fumble. What I am saying, though, is right now that this, I think, is the best. Now, running game is out of this, but I think this is the best offense that uh, Ohio State's ever had. Because it's the best quarterback No, it's not even the best quarterback. A transfer transfer from Georgia. Oh, really? You lucked out. You lucked out. You know hey, something? This is 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 actually so much amazing. That your Michigan coach couldn't even trust your quarterback to even start a game, who is the Hall of Famer because he didn't want to lose his star recruit to New York Yankees. So don't start me with that shit. All right. Doesn't matter if he transferred or not. Thank thank God. There you go. Cole Cole Miller. Thank God the Georgia the Georgia coaches were too dumb. To play him over Jake Fromm. Hey. Otherwise, he never would have left hey. Georgia. Thank God that the Michigan coaches were too dumb to fucking play Tom Brady. And guess what happened? Oh, well, it really didn't matter. Ohio State whooped that right. ass. Amen. I'm over it. <laughs> no, I, I, I need agree. a cold beer. Big man, can you send him one my way? Go get some more moonshine. Damn right. Okay, I need some. No, what I'm. There it is. Yeah. So, oh boy, big man. What I'm saying is, is I, I honestly think, and it's, I really do. I think the wide receivers are finally there with Alave and Wilson. Running backs are a little suspect, but they still even have tight ends out the ass. And it's, I think Ohio State's offense now their defense is suspect as, because Indiana proved it. Indiana came out in that second half and just said, hey, we're going to try it and let's see what happens. And it made the Ohio State secondary look like just Sean Wayne stayed for no apparent reason. Right. (laughs) Buddy, I'm not not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that I think this team needs more time to grow before we get better. I I think this team is good. I think our quarterback is the man. I just think uh, the rest of the team need to grow a little bit. All right, so I'm going to be real Ohio State here. All right. I think our team is good enough to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I do not think our team is good enough to win the national championship. Uh, I I can uh, uh, disagree with that, buddy. Uh, I don't think we're a championship caliber team right now. I think we need more time to grow. Brian, what do you think? I think, I think it's possible. I'm not going to say it's they can't do it. 
it's going to take a superstar performance from Justin Fields. And that's the only way they can get it. Unless, you know, unless I, the defense steps up and they play yeah. lights out like we haven't seen yet this year. Right. Because they're, you know, we know they're going against uh, Alabama's offense and Trevor Lawrence. They're probably going to have to beat both of them to get the championship. So yeah. if they do, they deserve it. But yeah, I think it's going to take something very, very special from Justin Fields. I think for uh, a, real, hold on, hold on, real David. quick, real, real quick, a big, big bride. What, what bowl game is Michigan playing in? You uh, calm down it, over no, there. No, it was a self-imposed uh, bowl. By the school, they said we're sitting out this year, and we'll see you next year. So, All right. kudos Sorry, to them. I had to get that one in. I'll be I'm not trying to get anybody show. else sick with the COVID. I understand. All right. I think. <laughs> I think the another difference... another point why uh, Jim Harbaugh needs to be fired because he let Dylan McCaffrey go, who sucked, and he started this other guy who sucked, and their best quarterback was a third stringer, which we didn't find out till the final game. Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Yeah. Carwell. So, so the last thing I'm going to do on Ohio State, Brian, all right, is for once, though, they don't have that go to running back. You know, they had Elliott, they had Dobbins, they had, now it's a, it's Master Teague and a freshman. So they don't have that one-two punch that they used to have with the quarterback and running back doing it together. You know what I mean? I mean, just falling down the line, like they took a little step back from the running back. Mm -hmm. But I think if they can actually get that running game going, how Urban used to like to do, especially with Elliott getting six yards to carry, you're getting those first downs that you need. And I think if they can actually get that running game going, I think that changes Ohio State's whole game plan. And I think they can win the national championship if they get a running game going. But if they don't, I think they're getting trounced in the first round. I don't. I don't feel too bad for Ohio State because, uh, yeah, Teague hasn't been great. Sermon from Oklahoma, uh, the transfer, hasn't been anything special. But they got some kid who's like a top ten uh, player coming in next year. So forgive then, me if I don't cry any Buckeye tears here. And the top quarterback recruit. That's in a couple of years, and he's already decommitted from one school. So don't count your chickens. Yeah, he might go to Michigan. That's fine. No, <laughs> no, Michigan's got a, the number two recruit next year at quarterback. Oh yeah, just like JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Oh shit, just like Dylan McCaffrey. All right. See, you you right. bored you've bored the boys down in Kentucky with oh, your no, college man. football talk. No, 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 guys, we're see, good. I got a shirt. dog emergency. My damn uh, German Shepherd uh, barking like Hold crazy. On. I gotta see your shirt. Stand up for a second. Oh, 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 yeah. Don't be a. Oh, there it is. Look at that. You see it, <laughs> yeah. Big Brad? Don't be a chicken licker. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. So this has been going on for over an hour. All right. My goodness. Yeah. We were so worried we wouldn't have enough content. Yeah. We were worried about 15 minutes. So, I ran out of beer far too early. I know, Well, you're drinking moonshine. That's all right. no, I'm just starting in on the beer, guys. <laughs> Jealous. Hey, I am that fat guy from Illegal Head to the Face. I got Big Bri Bri from Illegal Head to the Face. I've got the big man from the Cheap Seats podcast, and I am the juice from the big seat or from the Cheap Seats podcast. Let me get my tongue untied here real quick. Yeah. And if I told you you're beautiful, because you might be the best damn fucking thing I've seen all day. And that is from his TikTok. If you can find him at the Bluegrass Beard, I think it is right. The Bluegrass underscore Beard. Bluegrass on underscore it's Beard. That's on t- TikTok. And he talked about the cheap seats, but he hasn't talked about us yet, but that's fine. Um, I got you. Hey, this is a cheap ham party, Big Bri. That's right. I'm wishing God bless everybody. Yeah, before I give you a God bless you, I'm just going to let Juice know we still got a little room on the bandwagon if you want to jump off the Cowboys bandwagon. There it is. Damn right, buddy. There it is. Yeah, there you go. You're not too far from Come on, buddy. Yeah, you short plane ride. God bless you guys.
You guys have stuck with the Browns through thick and thin. I'm going to do the same thing. I will respect Chubb. I will respect Garrett. I'll respect <laughs> the Browns. I love that fan base. Like, But I got to stay over here where I'm at. All right, guys. Yeah, I respect it. God bless you. God bless America. I want to raise the glasses up to you guys. Uh, love the show, guys. So come on. Let's uh, toast it up, guys. Try to give me a God bless. God bless you. When are you guys coming up this way? Probably Soon. close to the year. Or after okay. the year. Okay. All right. I'd like it to warm up so I'll play a little golf. There you go. We're ready. But, yeah, we're definitely doing it. All right, boys. Yeah. Obviously, we are uncorked and way unloaded. And guess what? <laughs> yeah. We are, as soon as I find the stop button, we're out. Thanks for listening.